We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I think we covered everything offensively. Let's skip over to, you remember last year when I called you coming back from practice left and I said, let me tell you something, bro. This this Ben Morrison dude just smacked Logan Diggs on a swing pass. Logan Diggs got mad and every defensive player ran over and had Benjamin Morrison's back. Wait, Ben Morrison get hit now too? No, I'm just no. This is last year, though. Oh, I'm about to say what can't this last year? What can't this? This is last year. But I remember calling you after I saw that and telling you, okay, I think this Ben Morrison dude is is something because the veterans already respect him. The veterans respect him like that. For them to come to his aid like that, they respect him like that. He shows respect too. He, he, you know, looks up the camp. I don't know if he looks up the camp, but you know, he shows respect to the old man Cam. Right. It's a healthy relationship in the secondary, but he is the prodigy, man. He is the prodigy for us. You remember you asked for something last year? Remember when I told you that you know Jay Mickey was talking trash and Benjamin Morrison was doing his thing? You're like, man, that's cool, but they defensive backs, man. They cornerbacks, like. Remember you said that? Yeah. And he was like, what's up with my trash talking up front? Remember yeah. that? I remember that. Well, today, that cat Jason Onye was talking nothing but trash. That dude was making plays like, let's go. What's up? Let's go, D. What's up? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? Yeah. Wait a minute. Is this another day defensive lineman talking trash? I'm like, it's a new day. It's a new day. Look, let me tell you something, man. With him at three technique and Gabriel Rubio as that anchor against the run defense. It's tough. It's tough in that are, middle. They are loosing Jason on Yay to get after the quarterback, and that dude is making a habit. Mm. Oh, like he's back there. He's wrecking plays, passing is plays. It, is it? He's running plays, tall. it doesn't make a difference. Jackson Onye, I think it's like 6'4", 290. And he's 6'4", 290. doing all that? Bro, let me tell you something. 
I'm not, hey man, let me tell any any publication that tries to downplay what Jason Onye has done in spring practices, they're lying. Huh? It's just on something. They just on something. They personally on something. It's that good, huh? Because what they do, we hear about them, right? Okay. We show up for practice. Like, dude, okay. We keep hearing about it. We show up for the next practice. You know when you hear other cats like, hell yeah, 4-7, it's like, okay. When you hear the other defenders talking that talk, it's like, okay. They so know they got to they know they, they they do. You know, you know when the DBs know they got to do the front, it's like, okay. But Jay Mickey is coming up, smacking that dude See, on And that's butt. what we talked about. Yeah. If the front seven talking that stuff. Right. Right. Makes right. sense for the secondary to start chatting. Right. We right. just right. can't have a secondary chatting. But if right. Jason Onye and the meat and potatoes of the defense talking that trash, oh, now it makes sense. I can get behind that. I can believe that. Cause that's where it starts. You can't have it yeah. people talking trash at the end of the race. Yeah. Oh, you must talk trash at the beginning of the race. So now I feel good about the the the, the competitive energy that's on the defense because we know that it's coming from the people that you gotta you gotta get through. Yeah. Not the people that gotta stop you right. from scoring, but the people that you gotta get through. Yeah. And that's confidence that we need as a defense to be, yeah. you know, not allowing backup running backs to have an average in 100 yards a game. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Not only him. I like what they're doing with the combinations because you could say, man, put Howard Cross and Onye in the first group. But they've combined him with Gabriel Rubio as a package. Mm. And they, man, they are tough. I mean, they are tough to move. They are tough to move in the middle. Yeah. They're really yeah. tough to move in the middle. And then that first group, Howard Cross is a little bit lighter, but he's solid. Hard to block. And you, Riley Mills had a hell of, man, Riley Mills might possibly had a better practice than Jason Onye today. Well, Riley Mills is 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 gonna is gonna flash here and there, but we know where Riley Mills stands. He'd be a great addition, a co-star, yeah, to a guy that you know what I'm saying is is in there consistently. But I think that 100 Riley Mills is a is a is a, a productive player that, like we talked about, I think throughout the season you're gonna have a game where Riley Mills is the best D line, yeah. We'll have a game with Jason Onye is the best. We'll have a game with Jordan Botello may be the best. What did I tell you, man? When I went to the – not to the combine, but when I went to the pro day and I saw the testing numbers for the defensive line, I immediately got encouraged about the Notre Dame defensive line. Because <laughs> I said, we, ain't lost, we didn't lose nothing. Yeah. We didn't lose no athleticism at all. Like, I know looking at these numbers – I know right now we're about to be more athletic on our D line than we were last year. But we got to play like it. You know, we need to look more athletic versus Caleb Williams. That's what that's what my that's my judgment. I don't want to look at no numbers. 
Do we look more athletic against Caleb Williams? Because you know who looks athletic against Caleb Williams? Utah. And I promise you, we have better numbers than Utah players. I promise you. You take that sheet of numbers and compare it to a sheet of number of Utah's team this year or last year's defense. You'll take our sheet of numbers all day. But they applied pressure to Caleb. Oh, they definitely had him running. They had him running. He was playing with us, with our numbers. He said, he looked at our numbers. He said, okay, y'all got some speed. Y'all got some talent. Okay. Y'all got some guys that run fast. But can they catch me? Can they can they make me flustered? I bet you Utah got an average of about 4'8", 4'9", on their defense. Up front. Not too fast. But they hit home, and that's important. Lucky Lucky Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation exclusively, exclusively. Don't forget your iPad, your tablet, your iPhone, your Android, whatever you rock with us and listen to that audio edible each and every day. Man, go get it on CFB Nation. We know we've been on Irish Breakdown's thread and that timeline, but we're going to be exclusive to CFB Nation. Starting in the fall. So get used to it right now. Go to CFB Nation right now. Go there right now. Tap in with us. Home of the Misguided Passion. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it too. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let me tell you something. There's a chemistry growing between number 12 and number one. Javante, John Baptiste, and Jordan Botello, the two rush ends. They have a chemistry. They're talking trash. They're slapping hands. Let me tell you something, man. Is it Splash Bros chemistry or is it chemistry like, you know, you can get get a C on a a group project? (laughs) If if you're that excited about a C, bro, (laughs) You're not doing too good if you're that excited about a seat. Well, you know how when you're excited to be with your homeboy in class and they say, all right, group up for projects, knowing damn well y'all not good together on getting the A. <laughs> right. You're happy to be together in the group. Right, right. Is it like that? Or is it like, oh, we 
we uh splash bros you hit a three i hit a three oh we just we just three and out <laughs> you get a sack i get a sack because that because that that would be cool for me but don't give me the man the homeboys and the both fail in the class want to team up in a group project you're not about to get no a so basically <laughs> you're asking me if they just taking turns like yeah, the yeah they take your turn. we whooping the week are we hey, bro, come on come on man they're going up against lake fish and joe off so I mean, they they not out here like the Splash Brothers. You already know Bama, that. Bama, Georgia, Ohio State got some guys. <laughs> I want to see out, them there. They not out here like the Splash Brothers, okay? <laughs> no. It ain't take your turn. <laughs> like they got to double one side, off. they got to double the other side. You want some attention, you know? But, you know, they are disruptive, man. And we talked about this. I was talking to B. Drisk as we walked off the practice field today. And I was just saying, like, yo, most of these guys are not going to see a better player. What tackles are yeah. Javante Jean-Baptiste and Jordan Patello going to see better than they see in practice every day? Who? Who? Maybe one of those uh, those one-off Rhode Island kids or something. You know how they be. Who? What group of defensive backs are the wide receivers going to see that's better than Notre Dame's defensive backs. Who? Well, we'll be top 10. I think that. You know, so, you know, it's like, when, I, when you say Jason Onye is dominating, it's not like he's standing up over dudes, pointing down at them, and they're on their back. No. No, he's just a damn good player right now. You're just like, man, he's he's in he's the play. A, he's a damn good player right now. Like it has nothing to do negative with what, who he's beating. Who is he beating? No, it doesn't it doesn't matter. He in the play. He making plays. Prince Collie told you, okay, nobody can block him. Jason Anya, he said, hey, he's not. He's that dude. I'm gonna keep it real now, with you. But what did Tyson Ford look like? Because I be thinking Tyson Ford is what Jason Anya is because he's 6'6". Tyson Ford is the biggest. Okay, Tyson Ford met with the media today. And we'll talk about that, him and Al Washington, the rest of the defensive linemen. And Tyson Ford said today, I was 260 when I got here last year. 260. (laughs) He was big. And I thought I was going to be playing on the outside. I am 295 now, and I'm playing strictly on the inside. Yeah, strictly. Like, and he's still, a, he's still academically a freshman. It's like, why do people expect somebody to gain 35 pounds, change positions, and all of a sudden just pop? Like, where does that happen? Where? It took Jason Onye a year and a half, two years to pop. Like, relax and let these kids develop, man. He's still walking around as a second semester freshman. Second semester. You know how quick you – 35 pounds, bro. You go from playing on the outside at 260 to playing inside at 295. And then you got to eat. They force you to eat, you know. It's a lot going into it. It's not easy. It's That's a lot to ask a young man to do. That's a lot. And people are like, man, people are actually using the word bust. But Tyson Ford, I'm like, he ain't played yet. He's still a freshman. <laughs> what are we talking about? It's relax, man. Relax. 
He's young, he's strong, he's a bull, and he's going to get better. He's going to get better, man. Who I got, Josh Burnham? Josh Burnham. You know what? That third group played very well today. Tyson Ford. Now that you talk about Tyson Ford, I wrote that down in my notes. They were very good in run period. Tyson Ford, Orangeburger on the inside. Tyson Ford was playing more of the anchor. Orangeburger was playing more of the three technique. But I got Josh on the burner on the outside. And uh, oh, I forget the young kid's name, number 45. But they look oh, good. Uh, left. They look really good in run period. I wrote that down in my notes a couple of times. Like, okay, this third defensive line group looks pretty What's good. What's the 3-3, three, uh, three, three, right? Defensive front, or are we using four down? Yeah, Kobe on, on UK. Kobe on UK. He's a sophomore. 6'4", 267 from Richmond. He's in that third group. They are, uh, man, looking good, man. And they're just all youngsters. Like I said, he's a sophomore. Tyson's a, um, Tyson's a freshman. Josh Burnham's a freshman. Like, dude, let them, let them develop, man. Give them another camp. Give them a fall camp. Season. Let them develop, man. And you, you, you have more, like I said, you have more athleticism on the defensive line than you previously had. I know that for sure. More developed talent. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I had that in my notes. I'm glad you mentioned that. Defensive line worked very well in drills today on setting, learning how to lock in that outside arm on the offensive lineman or the lead blocker to set the oh, yeah. edge yeah. in the run set, game. Hey. <laughs> Probably the most important drill all year. They worked exclusively on that today in drills. Like, man, holding the base, being strong, and then fighting off the block and making a tackle. Uh, Al Washington was extremely vocal, extremely vocal in practice. Really? Okay. Yeah, he was extremely vocal in practice, telling guys to keep coming, telling guys go this direction. Him and Jason Onye pretty much were high-fiving every rep Jason Onye had. Jason, so he's dude, Jason, just out there. Jason, dude, let me tell you something, man. Jason Onye. What is it, a, it? Is it a speed rush, or is he? Is he really got moves, or he just a um, better player? Left. He has bull rush people. He has <laughs> countered people. He has speed rush people. Whatever it is. And he's six That's pretty big too. And one of the live reps, he came past, and. Sam Hartman threw the ball, but he ran past Sam Hartman and was like, uh uh. <laughs> and you heard it. I'm that's the type of trash he's talking. Like, no, nah, you ain't getting that off. Like, dude. So like he knows he feels like he's a dude. And this is combined with the a John Baptiste, a Patello, uh Riley Mills. Okay. Yep. All of that. I'm telling you, man, it's one of those things. It's just one of those things that you feel really good about. You feel real good. 
the linebackers today. Hey, man, I'm going to let me on. Let me take my cap. I like what I'm seeing from J.D. Bertrand, bro. Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like what I'm seeing. He just commanded it. He's just, man, he's just out there making plays, bro. He's just out there making plays. Nolan Ziegler had a good day today, too. Well, I know Nolan Ziegler is going to come around. He's going to be one of those original linebackers that it's just you just love to have in the starting lineup because he's so rangy. He's such a versatile linebacker with speed and power, and he's like 6'4". Like, he's huge. So whenever you got a guy with length and and speed and confidence in, 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 in a system – that's combined with other speed and talented players like Jalen Sneed and Prince Colley and J.D. Bertrand. Nolan Ziegler is fitting in a group of talented linebackers that are covering the bases of what we've lacked. Tackling in space, I think we'll have that covered. Covering in space, I think we'll have that covered. Making plays when we break through the line of scrimmage for TFLs, I think that's Mm -hmm. something we'll have because of the length. So even if you – Miss head on, you reach it. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of length. Yeah. And I think that'll all come together well from an improvement standpoint that we'll see night and day difference when you got guys playing with that are young and the old guys are playing reverberated. They're playing with new life, new energy. And I think a lot of that is because they're getting pushed by younger, talented players. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> the linebacking core is definitely more talented. Jaden Osbury and Drake Bowen, just physically, they need to get stronger. They need to get stronger. But their instincts are so – like there is no wasted motion or movement in them once the ball is snapped. Even if they make the wrong decision left, they're making one. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if they're making the wrong decision – See, you can coach the wrong decision up. I'd much rather you make a decision and I coach you up because now I'm dealing with what you saw. Like, yo, what did you see? What were you keying on? What made you go that way? I can coach that. When I have to coach that and worry about you not reacting naturally, I'm in trouble. Mm. Both him and Jay Osbury, they naturally react. Yeah, Jay Osbury. Right, they nasty. You said that. You said the youngest are the most athletic. Oh, dude, they move. I'm telling you, they move. They're natural linebackers. They read. They go, and once they really start to know what they're looking at, they're gonna play even faster. But where do you think they fit in? Do you or do you think they fit in for this year? Do would you see a Drake? Would you see a Jay Nosberry mixed in the in the bunch? For or what? At least player? For what? Well, well, you don't want to. For what? Over who? Over who? They're not over going who? in front of Nolan Ziegler. Over who? 
They're not getting who? in front of Jalen Sneed. Over, Over who? who? Over who? <laughs> See, that's the oh. problem when you become a really good football program. Over who? Y'all know this. Man, he should get some tick. Over who? It's maybe not over somebody, but in the rotation, huh? Getting a series or two. Yeah, they can run down on uh, special teams on punt, kickoff. Okay, so they ST players. <laughs> Got they it. Can, they can run down. Yeah. Over when we start who? beating teams by 30, they can come in. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's how I feel like Tyler Buckner can really play this year. If Sam is on his game, take him out first half, let Tyler run the second half. Alabama did it. Man, so when I say they, the athleticism, it just shows up. They're just natural linebackers, right? Because I think Kaiser, Kaiser was good today inside. You put him out in space, you're getting into a little trouble. But if he's inside, he's yeah. solid. Him and JD, that's solid. But they had to build up to get to a point. You're talking about two kids that athletically walked on campus like Drake 6'4", 25 probably. Two you said he was no, fast. 235, lifted with the, the, the veterans. He's 235 already? No, 6'4", 235. God dang. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is... That's what's walking in your door as a freshman. That's a now. freshman? <sighs> that was like Andrew Trumbetti size, and he was our DN. When he Trumbetti came was a little tiny thing, boy, number nine. He was, he was like, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wow. saying, man, um, when you. So what when is you, Jay Dawsbury then? Like 6'2? No, is a little bit smaller. I pretty much. Okay. Jaden's at what six six one two fifteen. I'm sorry, Drake is six three two thirty. I'm about to say, I'm like, damn, six four. He like no, that's Nolan Ziegler. But six three two thirty as a as a freshman ain't touched the weight. I'm just walking in six three two thirty. He was touching some weights before he got in. That's what it that's is. my point. That's my point. <laughs> That's my point. That's huge. That's my point. That's huge. Look, I will say this. Maris looked good today. He did. It's 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 Maris is about longevity. He'll look good weeks one through four, and then just I don't know, season attrition, maybe just getting bored or something. But you know, I think in spurts, all the veteran guys look great in spurts. Yeah. That's why I'm like, okay, I can believe it when you say JD is doing good because we wasn't complaining to, about JD until damn near Navy game. Season about over, you know. So, yeah, I'm, man. But that, that, like yeah. I said, that that third group of defensive line with Tyson Ford, Gabira, Donovan Highness, they, 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 they had some moments today. How the damn telling you, man? People are so worried about defensive line. I'm like, man, have y'all looked at the defensive line recruiting and the stars that were connected to the people they got the last two years? Yeah. We got like, some. Look, 
come on, man. Like, relax. Like, relax. <laughs> relax. relax. Now, you do need some difference makers. Coming off the edge, you need to add some depth on the outside. As you continue to recruit, you need to get guys like Justin Scott in the fold and then add some outside pieces, you know, like the Smith brothers. But look, Notre Dame has talent on the roster, man. They have athleticism on the roster defensively. They have it. They have it. It's time to let them dudes rock and roll. It's time to let them rock and roll. Shoot. I, was, I, I mean, man, when that dude ran past Sam Hartman and said, uh-uh. I said, oh, man, this dude is wild. <laughs> man, he might be our breakout guy this year. Get him, get him, some, uh, get him some stats. Because, you, you know, when you come, you run by on the rush, you can't touch him because he has a red jersey on, right? So it's up to the it's up to the official whether or not they call the play. Then Sam Harper threw the ball and completed it down the field. Yeah, Jason Ungay was like, uh-uh. Nah. He, he wasn't getting that one off no, and that's that type of attitude, team camaraderie. Um, everything came down to a field goal, like a 42 yard, no, a 46 yarder to see whether or not the offense or the defense won today. Hey, I like that. I like I that. They both, they, I think they both ended up the defense won seven periods. The offense won seven periods, and Coach Coach Freeman said it came down to the defense won the last period in red zone by blocking the field goal. That's, that's how dope it was. They blocked the field goal from the outside. So in order to solve, like, who won the day, it came down to, I think it was a 42-yard, 42-yard field goal, and they made it. So they ended up giving the offense the day. But it was, man, it was a highly competitive day. Highly competitive day. Big things on both sides of the ball. Love what you're hearing. The defensive line is not what you thought it was going to be coming into spring camp. So lift your spirits. The defensive backs are as good as advertised. The linebackers, I don't. we really haven't seen them at full force in a while because Jalen Sneed's been out. So, you know, we'll get to see them probably in fall camp, especially with the additions they're bringing in. You know, Michael Bell will be added to the defensive backfield in the fall. You think about that. So, look, man, it is, as we said yesterday, I feel great about hearing Sam Hartman might be a little frazzled because that lets me know that one, the defense is playing pretty good. And number two, it lets me know that this is going to be a team. This is not going to be Sam Hartman trying to carry Notre Dame to a national championship. This is going to be Sam Hartman 
playing well as part as a really good team that has a chance to win a national championship. And that's the narrative that I'm more comfortable with because I don't need Sam Hartman needing any extra weight on his shoulders. I don't need that. Being the quarterback in Notre Dame is enough. All that extra stuff, man, just be, just be the quarterback. That's it. I'm glad Tyler's making you work. I'm glad Tyler's making your tail work for it. Just be a dude. But at the end of the day, like Left said, eventually he's going to have to turn into that silverback. He, if Sam Harper's going to have to turn into that silverback at some point. Because I'll tell you what, somebody's going to have to turn into it. Tyler's yeah. doing a great job now, but he's got to turn into it if he wants. He can't just be sipping banana mango pineapple smoothies. Hey, hey, I saw the smoothie table as I, as I was walking out, bro. They had some impressive smoothies, bro. <laughs> I, I saw the smoothie table and the snack table for the players. I was like, hey, man. I asked hey, you grabbed me one on the way out. Shit, I, I got to taste this. <laughs> I asked the young lady, like, man, uh, can I buy one? She was like, no, it's for the players only. I'm like, Man, man, smoothies, listen, smoothies him, looking Sean. real nice. Don't listen to him, Sean. Go ahead and snatch you up. <laughs> no, man. bro, you trying to get me pimped up by Notre Dame. Hold on, hold on. We got Marcus Freeman in the building. It's on the house. It's on the house. Yeah, okay. Get you one yeah, that right. you out, man. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Who did it? Well, I'm easy to point out. It's like, who's the culprit? Uh... <laughs> Hey, 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 nutrition is right, Marcus Freeman. is is, is doing good. It's definitely doing his job, for sure. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Uh, safeties, Xavier Watts. Man, really, really good day today. Really good day. Also, the walk-on, Ian Dunn, walk-on. He had a really nice interception in the end zone where he battled out. Man, he pretty much went up. It took the ball away from Lorenzo Styles Jr. And it took a pick. Basically turned it from a touchdown into an interception. DJ Brown had a couple of nice spots today, especially in the pressure period. Like just man, everything, man, I didn't even I know Al Golden was there, but I'm telling you, it was like the assistants did such a great job of coaching today, each position. You almost didn't notice the coordinators, bro. Because Al Golden was on the okay, other that's side. Not, that's, that's interesting. Al Golden was on the other sideline with his headphones on. Just like Jared Parker. And it was like, man. <laughs> Yo, they are really a lot further ahead as a program than they were last spring from a practice standpoint. I'll definitely give you that. So, oh yeah. I don't know how Sam looked, how his hair looked after practice today. Left, I didn't stick around long enough to see how his hair looked after practice. Whether or not it was frazzled. That man, Sam Hartman, man. <laughs> Sheesh. Super chat. Truman Theodore Dumel. How many recruits will be at the blue and gold game and how many are expected to commit? Uh, I mean, you might get one or two commits. Like, it's not like a grand commitment day at the blue and gold game usually. 
it's so much time between now and then also. Yeah, like Brandon Davis Swain committed last year and he, now he's decommitted. You know, you get people that make emotional decisions. But right now, I think it's sitting at about 20 visitors for the Blue and Gold game. Something like that. And that might increase. Rob Osgood. Hey, guys, what is the biggest thing you saw that was unexpected, good and bad? Unexpected. I can't say Jason Onye because I said Jason Onye was coming last year. I don't know if anybody else said it, but I said it last year during spring camp, like 47 is coming. Mm. Um, ben Minich, I would guess. Like being successful, having like four interceptions during spring camp. Um making plays. That was kind of unexpected. For me, it was unexpected. Steve Angeli impressed you at all? No. He had had a bad day today, bro. He had a bad day today. I'm talking about just their regular drills. Like, forget, like, just regular line up, (laughs) y'all throwing the ball, he underthrowing, you know, underthrowing receivers. He he just didn't have a he didn't have a good day today. From what I saw, he did not have a good day today. Well, um, get your degree, man. What I saw unexpected that was bad. I mean, I could talk about the place kicking, but their place kicker is a transfer that's coming in in the fall. I don't know if I've seen anything bad that was unexpected. I didn't expect, hey, I didn't expect to see Deion Cozy beat Ben Morrison on a route the way he did today. I did not expect that. Now, that was unexpected. And the bad part is he dropped the ball in the end zone. That's not that. That's right. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. He was so happy to be out in front of Ben Morrison. Dude, if you don't catch the ball, it means absolutely nothing. It'll be nothing. It'll Never happen. Nothing. nothing. Hey, I definitely agree. Make that move to Rutgers, man. Oh, it's different. I was agree. Oh, he said you talk about the deal with Jay Henry. He said, <laughs> "See, I'm, that food, man." <laughs> Sean, you need to get a side gig working for infomercials. The plug's too smooth. Oh man. Hey man, I'm just trying to help out exclusive global tours, man. That's trying right. to help people that want to go over to Ireland. That's all. That's right. That's, That's right. all. We just trying to spread the spread the word. That's all. Drunk Vigo said, "Sean, you watched the TV show Blossom in the early '90s." Uh, I was aware of it. I didn't watch it because I think now she is the host of Jeopardy, right? The girl that played Blossom, isn't she like the whole, she's like extremely smart, extremely intelligent. I think she has her own 
sitcom built around cats or something like that. And she hosts Jeopardy, if I'm not mistaken. I forget her name. I haven't caught it. Uh, Jay Henry said, how is Junior T looking? I mean, he is in the top two for Big N. Nana was was he was he was he was decent today. He's a flashy guy. Yeah, he was he was decent today. Now, but Nana, man, he's taking leadership too. I like that. Yeah, the leadership's great, but he, he's, he's leadership. Little, he'll give you some plays here and there. He's yeah. that middle of the pack that can get that makes it important. Yeah, Hart Foundation said, Left, how do you know if a player just might not be a good practice player, but just might be a better player on game day and can be more productive in the game than practice? Team periods. I think, you know, when you get a real scrimmage opportunity or when you get real live 11 on 11, you know who's the guys and who's not. All the, you know, the seven on seven stuff and, there's a lot of things in practice. I think it comes down to focus, which is important. But there's a different level of focus in the game. And I think when when players that are really good can lock into that level of focus on a game day, mm-hmm. I think it shows the, you know, cream rising to the top. You know, the, the best player is going to show the best out there in practice it can be misconstrued because not everybody is built the same not everybody can sit there and focus for two three hours on little stuff about that may be important to coach freeman you know that's just that's just how it is yeah that was a case it would be no point score because the defense would just be so good all the time (laughs) you know what i mean so not everybody has the same but focus period in practice like it's a range you know some guys are way more serious than others (coughs) not that not everybody's not taking practice serious but it's just levels of focus in practice that some guys have compared to the general intensity of focus that's in a game that more people are locked in on in a practice on wednesday in the middle of december you know middle middle april may or something so that obviously is a individual based and it can hurt a lot of players, but the, the, the few moments in team periods and live scrimmages where guys are making plays when the, when it's real, when you really have to convert or you really have to score this last drive or a situational period, you'll see guys that are really, that you may think, Oh, he barely pay attention. But in the, in the game, he's really doing good. the bullets fly is hard to, your natural focus comes out, if that makes sense. When the bullets start flying and you seeing guys getting put on their back, tossed around, and you don't want that to happen to you, <laughs> your natural focus comes out. Like, for instance, you would never stretch before a dog's chasing you. If a dog's chasing you, you just run. You know what I'm saying? You just running. You ain't about to be like, hold on, dog, let me get my hamstring. So it's like that's the case. Some people are naturally faster than others. But, you know, you got to stretch and practice and uh, make sure you do calisthenics and one, two, three, Notre Dame. You know, you got to do all that. But when the dog starts chasing you, somebody going to form and get out of there and somebody's not. Somebody going to be the slowest out of the pack. (laughs) 
And and that's where you Marcus Freeman got to be like, okay, yeah, we may not have. And I give you a perfect example. I got a kid on my team that's like a, I think he's a sophomore. This kid could be Taylor Mays if he wanted to be. But I know personally, he'll never be that. Because the he just, it's just, you know, one of them kids, he the type of kid we'll be practicing and he'll be walking by in street clothes with a girl or something. I'm like, man, you coming to practice? Oh, not today, coach. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you're like, what do you <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He walking back with some honeys like, man. Yeah, walking with some honeys say. after school. Like, we not, like, we all out here walking up. <laughs> He just after school, what's up, coach? Like, hey, I'm about, yeah, I don't know if I'm practicing today. He didn't even have the decency not to even let y'all see him. No, because he got to walk to the grocery store with his little little friend or something. Like, 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 it's just so not, like, it's not hitting him. Like, yo, you got to be at practice every day. You don't just, oh, man. You know, sometimes it don't, you know. So, but he'll, but, but if when he comes, he's way better than the guy that we are pushing to be the starter, you know, just, just naturally, you know. But I'm not going to punish the kid because he don't have the focus because, you know what, at the end of the day when we playing teams like Polly and they got some guys that just are way more talented, I'm putting the other kid in. Right, right. He's going to make the play. Right. But I can bank him, but I'm okay with that. You know, when I'm getting – if I was getting paid like Marcus Freeman $6 million a year, I probably wouldn't like that. So I probably would stick with the the guy that does it right in practice all the time because it's the safest bet, obviously. But if you're trying to win, you put the guys that that psh, hey, see ball, stop ball, or see the end zone, get to the end zone. Those are the guys that win the game for you. I mean, plus he's trying to build a program, bro. So you got to set a standard when you first come in. You know, maybe you take that chance a little bit further down the line. Right now, everybody has to play according to the standard. I get it to a certain extent. Tell you. I get it to a certain extent. But, man, I'm still – man, I'm dying on the inside. Shorty's walking by practice like, nah, coach, not today. Yeah, not today, you man. I'm a, I'm a I, don't feel like, I don't feel like it today. Whole team out there. <laughs> It just it don't it don't even cross like kids are crazy. The whole team, whole team on the field stretching. He's like, "What up, cuz?" Yeah, like it doesn't even cross his mind. Like I have to be there too. Like he just like, man, I got this shorty wop after class. We about to just go get some food, hang, like whatever. Like, oh man, oh man. But it was say hi. Yeah, not like you know how you act like oh you know. He was like, What's up, coach? He the other side of the fence. What's up, coach? What's up? <laughs> what do you mean, what's up? Where you where you going? Oh, about to... Like you really are just gonna say what's up to the coaching staff, like <laughs> we're not standing here, like we're not in front of the rest of the players. We're not the trying to get better practice. today, like <laughs> Oh, man, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Uh, man, as I said, before we get to ready to close, man, special teams was lit today. Uh, at the end, they took the freshman, Jay Nosberry, Drake Bowen, and one of the walk-ons through a little initiation. 
It's kind of like a special teams Oklahoma drill to whereas, you know, they line up 20 yards away from a tackling dummy and they have to take off and run like they're going to tackle the dummy on special teams and somebody can jump out from the line from left to right from anywhere. And they have to, you know, get around them and get to the dummy. And I was like, man, why y'all doing this to the freshmen? <laughs> Yo. So Jane Osbury and Drake Bourne, they, they all got lit up. They all got lit up. Of course. Like, they on. all got lit up. They all come got lit up. I thought it was cool, though. It was a nice way to end the special teams period. That was pretty, uh, man, pretty full of energy. Pretty full of energy. So that's that's the practice report. We'll have more, and then we'll listen to Al Washington and his defensive lineman tomorrow. Uh, yeah, to- on tomorrow's show, once again, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, exclusively at CFB Nation. Go to CFB Nation right now. Just go right now on your phone. Type it in on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Find it. Subscribe. You got us. Lock in right now because we're going to be there exclusively once we get to fall camp. So you might as well do it right now. Great show today, love. You know what time it is. Petticoat. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Pettiest Stories of the Day, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. I want to put a okay. – yeah, go ahead, bro. But I I, I want to put the entire starting five. And the who's starting staff, five? Starting five and the coaching staff from the Minnesota Timberwolves on the Petty Train. <laughs> that had to be the most in fourth quarter I've ever seen. Offense. What do you mean? Especially the last four minutes. Man, Get when that clue. pressure is on Get against LeBron James. Man, let me tell you something, bro. If I'm seven feet and Austin Reeves is sticking me, do you understand, <laughs> bro? First of all, don't disrespect Austin Reeves. Like he's oh, like, oh, I'm about to disrespect he's a Austin Reeves. He's a good player. A, what do you mean? Man, come on, man. Are you Austin Reeves is, is man chopping. He's a good, it's a good in a NBA player. When he's defending an elite player, he's chopped liver. And Carl Anthony Towns shows that he was not an elite player last night. That's exactly what he told me. Now, Anthony Edwards was hurt. His left left shoulder was banged up. There's no excuse excuse to go three for 17. Yeah. No excuse at all. That man was in in single digits in overtime scoring. And you know why? You could not have it. Because you're going against LeBron James for all the marbles. First of all, I told you all. At the end of yesterday's show, the left was going to be sweating in the fourth <laughs> quarter. I told you. And that's exactly what he was doing last night with about five minutes left. I was sweating. sweating you know why? Bullet. 
you know why? Because because Anthony Edwards has seven points. I was like, y'all were, they y'all were down nine though. Listen though, they can't win the game with him being less than double digits. He's the best player. You think Cat gonna bring it home? You're right. He was the best player on the court last night. You're right. Oh, he just happened he's to be the best there. player on the Timberwolves. Yeah, right. He's that thirty, that thirty piece nugget that LeBron James dropped on you. That's what you want. That's what you want to see. That's I'm just saying. I mean, the best speaks the level of expectation. When it counted the most, I just want to point out that when it counted the most in the fourth quarter, Chicago stand up. (laughs) That's the way it usually has to happen. Y'all going? Who y'all play first? Who y'all play first? Boston. That's who y'all play first. Boston. You talking about the Bulls? Yeah, the Bulls. Bulls going. They going home tonight. They go, dude, they going fishing tonight. They play the Raptors. They'll be on vacation tomorrow. You don't have to worry about the Bulls. No, you don't do yeah. Tonight we'll be in the victim when Bonnie uh when the Bombers uh states. Say y'all got Pat Bev. Y'all got Pat Bev. Like I said, we'll be going fishing tomorrow. goes home. Like I said. They're gonna oh, take this, they're gonna take this beating from the Raptors tonight and they're gonna go home. <laughs> That's exactly what's about to happen. That's exactly what's about to happen. Not, not, not on DeMar's time. Not on DeMar DeRozan time. No way. Man, look, I have people arguing with me, <laughs> telling me that they would take that Zach Levine as a better player than Trey Young. Man, I've been laughing for the last wait 24 a minute, hours. Wait a minute. He is. You wouldn't take Zach Levine over Trey Young. Name one thing he does better than Trey Young because they need the one play deep. Playmaking, playmaking. No, Trey Young left the league in total assists. What are you talking about? I'm saying as a scorer, he averaged more points than Zach Levine. What are you talking about? That's because, but that's because Trey Young is on a better team. I'm saying then who? Then the, the Bulls, the Bulls are trash right now. Y'all don't have Lonzo. Y'all got Kobe White out there. Like, come on. Zach Levine is a better shot creator than Trey Young. And who? Trey Young's a better shooter. Man, Zach Young's a better shot creator. And he's stop, more Hey, man, stop messing with that stuff out there <laughs> in the dispensaries. Stop. Zach, Zach Levine's not more athletic than Trey Young? Dude, if you. Name me the one playoff series that Zach Levine has ever impacted. Name it. Name it. We talking about individual. All I know, Trey Young ends up in the playoffs every year. Every year. Every year. Look at his team. Name somebody. Name a superstar he's played with. Name one. John Collins made the all-star team, didn't he? Man, the fact you just said John Collins is laughable. Didn't he make the all-star team or something? The Hawks been trying to trade that dude all year. What are you talking about? Obviously, he's one of the best players. He's a big he's a big asset to the team. Like, come on. Bro, are you kidding me right now, bro? <laughs> oh, Zach Levine has better measurables. He's more athletic, and he's a better shot creator. And obviously, he plays better defense. Because he's a better prospect. Zach Levine don't play defense. Man, what are you talking about? He plays better defense than Trey Young. We talking about he Trey Young. He doesn't. Who accounts for more points for their team every game? The guy that's. That no, 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 no. Because you said he's a better playmaker. 
Who accounts? Better shot creator. Better shot creator. That's different. It's different. Trey Young can shoot a bunch of threes and, and have a bunch of points easy. If you had one game to win, who would you want to be the best exactly. player on the team? Trey Young you is your mind. I just watched Trae this dude walk into Madison Square Garden and send the Knicks home and then walk into a game seven <laughs> against Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons to send them home. And you're about to take Zach Levine, who's about to get sent home by the Raptors tonight, <laughs> over Trey Young. You got to be out of your mind. <laughs> Man, look, I'm done with love. Hey, <laughs> Isaiah Thomas back on the petty train for hanging up on ESPN, Jay Will, and them this morning because you said they had a picture of you looking mean. Huh? You are goofy. <laughs> You're a goofy, man. You're an absolute goofy. Stop embarrassing Chicagoans. Stop. Stop. <laughs> this madness has to stop, man. You are embarrassing, man. He's still going, huh? Still going. You are embarrassing, bro. I couldn't believe you hung up on the interview. Because you said, wait a minute, bro. Look. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute, bro. Look, look, look. I want you to hear this foolishness, <laughs> man. Listen, dude, this is embarrassing, man. I don't even want to claim him anymore, bro. I man, he he's from Detroit from now on, bro. <laughs> look, look at this foolishness. Chris Paul wins the championship. And and by the way, I'm I'm looking at my picture. Uh, come on, Keyshawn. I didn't. I don't. Y'all, y'all doing that? Wait, I, hey, y'all doing Zeke, that to I, me? I, I, I Zeke. I don't. Why don't you smile a little, I, Isaiah? I saw, smile a little I bit. Saw, What's, saw, why are you so sour about Max, that? I saw Max Kellerman's picture up there. I saw your picture <laughs> up there. Y'all smiling. Smiling. Y'all just had my man up there. You know who was doing the football? He was smiling. Right. This the picture y'all put up there, me. What the y'all picture. doing at ESPN to me? Well, you got to talk. Come on, that's man. That's a bitter that Isaiah right. Thomas you know I see. Right. Why don't you smile a little bit, Isaiah? What's wrong? Come on, man. What's wrong with y'all? Why y'all do this to me? <laughs> ne- this, next is, time. this is messed up. Hey, as a matter of fact, y'all should just take that down, right? I, can't, I, can't, I mean, who is to blame? Hey, who is responsible for this about, picture of one of the greatest players who this? ever lived? No, no. Pictures, pictures say a lot, right? And, and the way y'all got me cast this picture, you know that ain't me. Come on, man. What y'all doing this morning? Who is in charge? Hold on, I demand this? answers. Wait, I'm, wait, how Zeke. About this? Zeke. I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call right back in two minutes. No, no, Zeke, I want you to seconds. stay on the picture of me. Y'all changed the way I'm looking up there. Keisha, come on, man. Work with me. Okay, so let's so get Shannon go. on the Work with me. Back in, I'm called back Shannon? in 20 seconds. No, no, all Zeke, right. confront our producer. Wait a minute. Don't go anywhere. Keisha was like, all right. <laughs> wait, no, really come, come on, Keyshawn, wait. You keep uh, saying Keyshawn. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, he's still not smiling. You know, he's at the you know free throw line. You know why I'm saying Keyshawn? Because, brother, you supposed <laughs> to be helping me out here. Right? I know, Zeke, but I didn't, I, I didn't, you know, come I didn't on. put you're the, the pictures you're again. The, I stayed up late with the executives. Figuring out the oh, worst man, picture we could get. I'm, I did. I'm going to call y'all right Zeke, back. I was conspiring right with uh, white executives to figure out the worst picture we could find of you. And it worked. Oh, Keyshawn, how dare you not? <laughs> Bruh. This, bruh. What? Man, this dude is a clown, man. What is he talking about? He's a clown. 
Deshaun felt so embarrassed. He's like, what am I supposed to do? What and Max, Max Kellerman was just trolling. Oh, Max man. Kellerman Max was just like, yeah, trolling. We got to find the worst picture of you, and it worked. <laughs> And Isaiah Phillips has really heard about it, though. He's really like, Keyshawn, you my brother. Like, come on, black man. He's like, what? I don't like, when, when did this become a black and white issue, dude? What? I believe their producers, one of their producers I know, he's an African-American, dude. Like, <laughs> he said, he said, you got Max smiling. You got my football guy smiling. What is this? What y'all trying to do to me, man? Do what? What are, what are we trying to do? Why are you talking about the playoffs and worried about the picture they have on TV? Who's oh, watching themselves? That. Who's watching themselves on TV as they're being interviewed? <laughs> it's Who a full that? interview. Who does that? It's a full interview. <laughs> this dude is watching what himself. You, you watching yourself, Rob? On the phone, I can I can understand if it was like you on the video and oh, his side man. by side, you look at it side by side, like that's okay. You're on the phone. <laughs> that means that you're on the phone in front of a TV oh, watching yourself. You on the couch chilling, like nah, I can't rock with me how I'm looking right now. How in this isn't that a isn't that a podcast they own? No, that's uh the morning show oh. with uh with Max, Keyshawn, and uh Jay Will. Oh my goodness. The TV show. Man, look, petty train, my friend. I can't take it anymore. You are no longer a Chicagoan. <laughs> Detroit can have you. We don't care anymore. It's a wrap. That's just all I'm saying is what was he talking about? Like Man. what what how did you get so sidetracked? To the picture where you about to talk about you about to hang up for two minutes. <laughs> like, what did we talk? There was the most embarrassing thing. The left man, LL Nation, Notre Dame fans, have a great show, man. Go over the Irish breakdown, man. B Driss will have a report. He already has his reports up on the message board. I'll be with him on Friday for the mailbag, so looking forward to that. We'll be back tomorrow with Al Washington and D-Line and more Petty Train nominees, man. And, uh, man, Bulls fans, enjoy your last game of the year. (laughs) You know, get you a nice pizza. You know, you got 48 minutes left in the season. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, man. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast for left. <laughs> Have a great day. Pessimistic well, Bulls fan in the world. <laughs> most of all, make sure you spend it different. This dude talking about Zach Levine better than Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs>